Nah, that's not. And I'm still more hunky. Stop. Stop playing with me. <laughs> you play too much. <laughs> Hi, Daryl. How are you doing? I got a popsicle that I probably shouldn't have near the mic right now, but I really wanted that's it. That's your mic shit. You gotta. You have a guard on your mic. That's you, true. You're, you're safer. I'm raw dogging my mic. You're using I, protection. I, I, I was thinking more among the lines that I shouldn't do a podcast with a mouthful. Mouthful. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what? I feel like, what rapper do I sound like? I got the sniffles. Grab his What is that bit? <laughs> I think it's Gucci Mane. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. You know who came up with that? Who? Justin. Hey, I mean. That shit's so yo, fucking yo, funny. Just because he don't produce a show no more, you know, don't mean he can't pop up with a joke every now and then. It's one of the funniest Like Gucci Mane sounds like he's congested. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I mean, it, uh, George is Philip Holland. That's true. Like that's You've seen it. It's wet down there. That's the advantage of the zombies in The Walking Dead. They ain't got to fucking breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to chuck something at you. That was funny. <laughs> Welcome to Spot Through Magic Vibes, Daryl. Was DJ noises with Momo. <laughs> <laughs> that was DJ noises with my mouth. <laughs> we the best. We the best. <laughs> we in the building tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tina and Daryl. Nights. Yeah, we yeah, we hanging out at night. You know, the sun is down. It's fall. It's fucking like fall. It's now. fall, fall. I wonder if people are ever. Was it like the first day officially? Did we cross that threshold? I know it's. You know. I'm, you know mm. I'm act a fool, because you already know what season it is. You already know what season ba- it Darryl's is. Daryl's about to act up. Are you about to act up? Excuse me, because it's Libra season in this bitch. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Leo season's still over, and I'm still bitter. Yeah. You got about 10 more rounds for a comeback. You'll be all right. This is, um, this is Daryl's time. It's his... Um, it's my favorite time of year, and it's because it's October. Like, October is the fall month. You know what I mean? November... It gets Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? And Thanksgiving, I think, is more of like a cold-ish month. It's wet. It's wet. It's wet fall. It's, it's not pre-snow wet. When you think of diving into a pile of leaves. It's got to be dry October. It's October. That dry October. We about to cross that threshold. Get ready. These fucking fishnets are fucking coming out. I got my hoochie hoe clothes ready because I refuse to give up. I refuse. You're right. I can't wear hoe clothes, Daryl, in the fall. I got I got long trenchy coats and hoochie heels. All hoe clothes, all, all fall clothes is just it's just layers. I can you do can, it. You can you can hoe in layers. I just like to I like to hoe in the heat. Is this this is me? Hey. Hey, like, not, not like that I've been hoeing. <laughs> like many animals. Like many animals, we like to hoe in heat. Yes. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it just became fall, and I do believe it. Did it happen over the weekend? Uh, I think so. I want to look up the official first day of fall. It definitely felt like it. Um, Friday I went camping, and it was uh, quite the chilly weather, um, but it was beautiful. You, 
What have I been bitching about? Say, all give year? us like a quick. Give us, say, give us a little recap. In the twenty second, yes, the twenty, the twenty second. Hey, Daryl. So, so we, so we in this bitch. What have I been bitching about all summer? Uh, you need to get you some uh, some no light pollution, and get you some starlight. I fucking got to, I, well, one I mean, samezies, but like you get to you got to really get into it. I got it. to really get into it. And yes, did I go to the? You know what? It's the devil I know. I went to Summit Lake. That's my OG spot near New. It's in Newcastle, and it's just the area. It's a small lake. It gets the job done, and you go to go camping, and there was like barely any light pollution. I got to see so many stars, and I had a grand old time. I got to take my dog out. Hell yeah! God, it was a good time. That sounds fun. And we also had a show Saturday. The show Saturday was really fun. You know, on the podcast, we've been we've been like secretively pitching the show. Uh, where we like we got we got some stuff we can't talk about. Well, turns out we 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 had a good old ass time uh, at the show. We was both on Don't Tell shows. That's shout a big fucking deal. Hey, yeah, shout out at Don't Tell Indie. Um, really really dope shows. Um, we got to go on. We were at Donuts and Dragons. We had a good ass time. Most donuts were slutty. Crowd was having a good ass time. Yeah. Oh yeah, them donuts was busting. Which one did you eat? Uh, I had a popular one. It was the long. It was the long uh, John. The cream filled long John. Everyone does like a it's like, so. It, was it like a pudding or like a, a whipped? It was like a it was like a pudding, like a vanilla pudding inside of a a long john. Not sure any. You shared that uh, strawberry lemonade one with me, right? Yeah, it was very odd future Simpsons esque. It was so energy. beautiful. It was so very good. one, it's a regular donut like with the circle and everything yep, with yep. a little hole in the middle, mm-hmm. and then it was still filled with mm-hmm. this lemon lemon pudding esque custard that made me nut and that strawberry icing on top. Oh my god! And then I also had that pineapple coconut thing also with like a lemon pineapple custard in the inside and coconut on top that donuts are i had the sugars i think i could easily gain all of the weight that i've tried to lose over the course of my life back by eating donuts it's easily the thing i think i think that's truly the thing that like could get me and i'm like i can't anytime i like so the fact that i was even in that building and only ate like one and a half Truly a blessing. Dude, same. You're Truly like, a blessing. I could have done three. I know I could have. But I've gotten so much better about as I eat with a mouthful on this podcast. Donuts were so fucking fire. And I didn't drink. Yeah, you're still doing Sober September. I'm almost done. And I don't even know if I'm going to be going hard into the drinking. Ooh, you know what we could talk about? Oh, wait. We got to talk about our show. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about some. But, like, we, you know, we can still warm them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there was a show I didn't want to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk about it all. I was so I got booked at Summit City. I'm going to be there this weekend. Um, I'm going to be hosting for Glenn. So prior to that, though, Victoria Jackson from SNL was going to be there. Some people, if you're listening to this, already know about Victoria Jackson and the shenanigans she's been up to. I didn't know what shenanigans she was up to. I certainly didn't. Victoria Jackson was on SNL in the '80s. She was very. Um, eccentric and silly and goofy um i always thought she was hilarious as a kid when i would watch reruns Mm -hmm. um victoria jackson got some opinions victoria jackson Uh oh let's hear it do not like queer people she liked donald trump she's not Mm. into math um she Mm. asked why was why isn't there a white history math i'm like oh i asked them (laughs) now i was told i had to do a clean set i have no problem doing a clean set and i don't do really political comedy um and i've also worked with shows like that where people are like that and you know what i still do my job i'm not gonna sit there and talk shit even though 
I'd be a lot braver if I did. But sometimes I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm just trying, to, I'm just trying to work out here, man. And so I would have to put away some things. But those got canceled, and I feel like the universe was like, "Baby, we're not gonna put you in this position." They was they they were trying to save your life. You know what? And stars thanks, were saving your life. The stars were saving my life. So I was a little happy, but I'm happy I still get booked. That's all, like that weird got like thing I didn't want to talk about. I think I've like sprinkled a hint of it on other episodes. Like I got booked for a show I really want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, yeah, like just, just yeah, the, the secrets out. Yeah, and and like thing is, I don't think it got she canceled because she found out the brown queer was hosting, which was my concern. I'm like, is she gonna be okay with this? No, I think she had actually canceled a bunch of shows. I don't know what happened. But that's the, here's the hot goss on my end. Oh, well, I I don't have that. So. I don't got it. That was just some weird stuff that was going on with me. Well. Oh. Well, in in the meantime. Story done. Story done. Uh, <laughs> We we got a side episode for y'all. Um, it's been a it's been a little minute since we since we've done a show. It's not a side flick or a side chick or it's a, a side, jam. It's a what do we call these ones? Shows side, side shows. shows. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've done a, a TV show, and this is in the middle of our. This is part two of our uh, How I Met Your Parents series. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> how I'm not gonna lie, How I Met Your Father. Because I mean, we you and me watched How I Met Your Father. A lot prior to watching the newest series of How I Met Your Father. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something, and then I'm gonna make note to everybody else right now that I'm somebody who was dedicated to How I Met Your Mother. Uh-huh. All right, I was somebody who loved it, right, right. I romanticized it, even though it was very. We'll talk about it, but like it's different. It hit different now. How I Met Your Father in the one season fucking slaps. Yeah, so hard. It busts. Yes, it busts so hard. I like it a lot more. Is it because Hillary Duff is in it, and I'm hard for her? <laughs> I, I like I like I I mentioned it in that episode like I really like how that cast sort of like nailed it I think I think their chemistry was pretty pretty solid um early on yeah um even though I didn't personally recognize a lot of them I didn't think a lot of them had as much star power as the main character but I think that was the opposite on this show which uh like I said we're doing how much well like Tenna's mentioned we're doing how much your mother uh a a a a a favorite of multiples um, from 2005 to 2014. What a time. Infamously ended, but we'll get there. <laughs> like, we'll got, get got there. Because I mean, got like, a chance we... to end. Not a lot of shows get a chance to like have like a final season. This this specific, Pacific, this specific episode is full of spoilers. If you have not known about the chaos with this show and what it did to its fan base, good for you this you was all- damn near white people's game of thrones ending before game of thrones ended. you know what yeah this was actually uh the sitcom <laughs> the, the sitcom fans game of thrones do you imagine game of thrones was a live studio oh, audience true <laughs> game of thrones with a fucking studio audience <laughs> oh god you, you you really find out your crowd when you find out who like gasps in horror and who goes ooh when like the brother and sisters start fucking oh and my god like right in front of joffrey's dead ass body and like cersei and jamie are just Ugh. oh my god fuck that show we're not recovering that no, show no, i'm gonna tell you not... right now yeah let's make this yeah. clear right now you will not make me talk about game of thrones on this show i, I won't make it no we i didn't watch that wasn't one of mine honestly yeah he knows what it did um, but uh no we're talking about how much mother <laughs> show created by carter bays and craig thomas um, first came out, like I said, September 2005. Damn near almost uh, what year? 17 years, damn near to this day, almost. I Did think you say my 2005? Yeah, 2005. I was 14. 
14th. September 19th, 2005. I didn't get into 2010. I got into it 2010, yeah. Yeah, shit, see? Because we were older, we could understand it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I can't understand it as a 14-year-old. I was watching weird things. I'm just like, nah, I just had the time to go back and actually get to watch it. Um, very, very classic. It's a very classic, very simple premise. Uh, in the future, you know, a dad sits his kids down, telling the story of how he met their mother. Goes back in time to the present day at the time, 2005. Turns out your dad fucking has, tells too many long stories, too many details. Why is this important? And 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 it's and it and and it and it just goes from there. And 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 like you said, it's that's that's really it's a simple premise, and you relate to that off top. Dad, why is this important? Well, you act like we don't know, Uncle. What's Marshall and Aunt Lily, we we know about their lives. You don't have to tell us about them. We know all these niggas, Dad. But it's for the <laughs> audience. What audience? And it turns out uh, Ted actually has dementia this whole time. Like, oh no! Wild. Oh yeah, him just <laughs> leaving to get a blue French horn. It's just like, oh no, he got out of the house again. Oh no. Oh, is that fuck? <laughs> that's like that. That's like that Rugrats theory. <laughs> <gasps> no, yeah, uh huh. But you don't have to worry about that here. Don't worry. We don't. We don't play into the four channess of the internet. You know what? Yeah, we don't. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta remember. I this. like uh, well, something to be said about the show. I do like the efficiency. I mean, they, apparently they always knew who how the. Obviously, they didn't write as they went. And they thought they already knew how they were gonna have Ted meet his wife. Um, but there's something they basically pre-recorded that whole conversation between um, the kids who's. For some reason, Ted in the future sounds like Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. We talked about this on the How I Met Your Father one. Being America's white dad. R.I.P. And then on Full House and then still pulling up in this bitch as America's white dad <laughs> like on, a, on How I Met Your Mother. Having a good time. Having a good ass time. I do like that they pre-recorded it. That was just smarter and more efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like the kids were going to grow up. And so, yeah, we had, uh, what was it, Lucy Hale? No, no, Lucy Hale played a different character. I can't remember who you said um, was one of the kids. She was in Kick-Ass. Uh, she was the love interest of Kick-Ass, and she is very beautiful. Her eyes are of witch eyes, and she's got teeth for days. Her as an adult, I'm an adult. Hello. I, I feel like Lindsay Marie Fonseca. There we go. Fonseca. Yeah, that was her name. And David Henry. Those are the two. David Henry, who played a Hispanic witch boy on. On Wizards of Waverly Place. Let's go. That was one of my That's shows. so fucking funny to me. Yo, they. What a. They was in a sandwich shop. But anyway. They were in a sandwich shop. That show looked like I would have enjoyed it if it came out at, like, what my. The age group it was targeted towards. Mm-hmm. Um, not the point. Yeah. Um, but, okay, pre-recorded. They had those kids. And they just kind of do the. I like that when, when it got towards the end of the season. And they kind of brought those two adult actors back. Mm-hmm. And the, they made a nice little callback. And like, we've sat here for six years oh, talking yeah. about this. I've been looking at only my sister. I'm starting to feel things. And it's like, wrap it up. Yeah, I remember the, the, like the, the final season ads. That was, that was fun. I'll give them that. But uh, yeah, they, they recorded the ending back then. So they knew that they had a track to go on. And I always felt like they started... <laughs> I always felt like it kind of went off the rails from their plan. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, they they were trying to like dance their way back to their plan. And it felt weird because I feel like their characters grew throughout the nine years in ways that I don't think. Not necessarily that they didn't expect, but like 
you can't predict the future in your real life that's going to affect how you write. You know what I mean? So Dan Harmon, am I right? <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> literally. Yo, if you watch Just a, talking about him. Literally watch a community of Rick and Morty, you can see that that man was going through some shit. If, but, uh, yeah, and that was very interesting to kind of, mm-hmm. you know what? We don't have time. We don't have time. Tennis, stop. We're not yeah, going to do that. It's because, it's because like, you know, it's because we vibing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, just, I think, I feel like the characters all grew in those sort of ways. And, you know, not a lot of shows go that long, especially sitcoms. You know, sitcoms a lot of times tap out, you know. Or get canceled. Yeah, yeah. Tap out or get canceled. But, you know, they went, they went nine seasons. Like, Friends went ten. I, like, that, which is a very respect, like, very respectable, you know. Um... Like, uh, how much of other went nine and they went like 23 episodes season. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot. You also put on your glasses. <laughs> My eyes were drying. It's real. Look at these big old boys. Do I look like the little girl from Matilda? Oh, uh, <laughs> you, you gotta do your hair, but a little bit. Yeah. That girl's adorable. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. So we had a main five characters, you know what I mean? Uh, we had Ted. Ted Mosby, we had uh, Marshall Erickson. Lily! Lily Aldrin. <laughs> Lily, the way Marshall yells for Lily's name is the reason my buddy yells at his French bulldog. <laughs> but she does this thing where she can't breathe. She's like, <laughs> he's like, Lily! <laughs> uh, we That's got the point. Robin Scherbatsky. A fucking Canadian pop star sensation. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just love Rob. No, I'm, I'm going to talk about it heavily, is that I would much rather have the show be about Marshall and Robin Schabowski. Which is very funny. Um, and, and then and then also bringing up, not bringing up the rear, but uh, Neil Patrick Harris on the show as uh, Barney Stinson. The infamous Barney Stinson uh, in this era. So heavily inspired by his character and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yes, yes, which- that's so wild. Yes, that, that movie genuinely did help him get that's not just a family guy bit the more he became a commodity of that personality type i just was less because remember when harold kumar came out i don't think i knew that he was outward i don't think he was out yet i think he was actually let me see when he came out i i i might yeah i just might not remember but i feel like him at that time when harold kumar i felt like yeah he's totally a like that why does that energy feel so buck wildly real and then I watch more and more How I Met Your Mother, and I'm just like, you dumb fucking bitch. No, this is a theater came, major no, in front of me. Came out, he came out in 06. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he wasn't, because he was because he had titties in his face in the movie. And it was like, yo, that's Doogie Howser. <laughs> like, he was. And I'm going to tell you right now. Like, that was the bit. He, good for you. You can play straight really well, and that makes me sad also mm-hmm. at the same time. That means he's a great actor. Yeah, cause I tell you right now, if I got I got boobies in my face, I can't hide what how I feel about boobies, which is usually very positive. Hey Amen. Yeah. That's shout out to thespians. <laughs> so yeah, we um we had just a, a a good old time with those with those characters. You know, we got to watch them grow from young, late mid to late twenty somethings into these. Um, mid thirty grown up, mid thirties like sort of full fledged adults running gags. Oh, I love running, running gags. They get to look back on themselves and like judge their younger. I really do like the selves. flashbacks. I think that's the thing that holds me over the show was the callbacks and definitely because there's definitely instances where in some episodes I downright do not like 
um, Neil Patrick Harris's character or Josh Ratner's character. I don't know what that's in Lily's. Uh, I don't know what that's about, but then you give me a good flashback and it's so fucking silly and goofy. I will enjoy the shit out of it. I'm like, you motherfuckers. I think it's because specifically those three, they're the most, I think, problematic of Lily's behavior is disgusting sometimes. I think all three of them have very disgusting behavior at times, but I think that's one they had sort of like some of the biggest arcs on the show. And I think everyone had big arcs on the show, but I think the three of them had like pretty significant ones. And I think more so Ted being disgusting. I think just Ted, Ted kind of being not disgusting, but he's the one that you, you problematic. Want, you have to watch him grow the most. Like you need to, cause character. you're being so immature. Ted Robin's a real one. She's been always upfront about who she is as an individual. She don't take no shit, and she really don't like Patrice. And I love that about Robin. <laughs> and she still, she still had some stuff that she was dealing with too. Like I, like all of them, like got to grow, which I 100% still attest to. One, the writing, they got to go on super long, and the director. So I'm gonna shout out this director, um, Pam Fryman. She directs like almost damn near every single fucking episode of this show oh my god yes and it is a like i want to let me see how many like total um episodes she does um but yeah she she does like like all like i want to say like damn near all of them how well i'll come back to it at some point just because i know i know i can find it but i just don't want to hold it up but 200 and uh, 196 episodes there we go she did 196 episodes that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot of episodes like she did all of those episodes and i think when you have a director that then gets to work with the actors and characters so closely like that and especially having like the writer's room too you just get to have that growth which i think is really important for a sitcom you really have to have a, a way to change it because we've seen the dragging in the dirt poor ass writing and i don't know what it is there was an era and it's definitely you notice it with the writer strike when they were still trying to pump out shows like networks were still trying to pump out shows and like fox and there was a few other i can't i can't remember what series on nbc where they were just fucking throwing shit at the wall and trying to call it a show the things you had lazy writers that were kind of just mirroring other shows and it just did not pan out the shows that like had the character structure, like how I met your mother, I'm sorry, some of your friends, but you give me a tight group of actors who you can see like each other and they can have a good time. And then you convey all these story arcs and they're evolving and doing something. And I think it does help when you have a backbone of a running gap because it keeps this personality intact for this person. And that I do enjoy, like, don't get me wrong. There's gimmicks to every character where, you know, Barney's like a fucking chauvinist pig and Lily, um, What's one of Lily's traits that I... She's very... Um, she's like a secret the group. puppeteer. Yeah, always like getting in people's business. Um, Marshall is like, Lily, we shouldn't do that. I'm trying to be responsible. Ted's a bitch. Um, <laughs> you, gotta, you, can't, you just can't be a bitch the whole time. <laughs> Apparently, you can, he's, Ted. He's the, he's the most, I think, um, romantic yeah and, like, and that's and that's good and bad for him it's this like weird um introverted narcissistic vibe that he has we're just like i'm just so misunderstood i'm in love i want love blah 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 i'm pretty sure she just told you she doesn't want it quit it anyway we're gonna talk about the men in a second 
Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, so so really, I mean, this is gonna be a very episode, weird episode that I'm negative towards I think it. We're, well, I was gonna say, I think we're just kind of free, th- free flowing, sort of through it. Um, like I don't think it's like a we don't have to break it down. We don't have to break it down season by season. I think just going by character by character, I think it's fine, or just however you want to shout it out. Um, because this is like I said, this is a long show. <laughs> like, um, it's gonna be yeah, Jesus. But no, I think just the whole concept. So just. When you look back in general, whenever people look back at like old movies or old TV shows and you're just like, wow, motherfuckers was wildin'. Like this show is such a time capsule for 2005 and Oh my 2006. God, 2005 and era like, of Tumblr. Dude, like, dude, like bro-y energy dudes. Borderline and cell energy. That was such like. I like women who drink scotch and smoke cigars. Okay, go date your dad then. That was literally the the move and that's literally the arc on this show <laughs> like, i'm fucking aware no that this show okay here's the thing i'm somebody who enjoyed this show i like the character stuff i had a good time i wish i had more beverage i'm gonna tell you right now this show morphed my thinking because i shouldn't have been binging it as an adult woman yeah no this like made me think like this bread i feel like pick me girls to a certain extent this behavior of just like guys want to date me crazy ass uh if she if she's hot she must be crazy. Fuck out of here. Dudes used to stand Barney like they stand Rick Dude, Sanchez now. The fact how hard everyone stand fucking Barney. That stupid book. Like there was that actual. The playbook. Yeah. Like because it was it's a funny bit. But, but it's dudes like. Dudes for real would be like, oh, I'm going to do this for real in real life. And it's like, dude, that's a, this is a comedy show. Uh, this is not real. Now, I'm don't really, get me wrong. I applaud the men that evolved from this behavior. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I fucked too many of y'all. Y'all were fucking awful. I hate you. Your mom's a hoe. Fuck you. And his mom was a hoe. <laughs> oh, my God. Barney's mom was a hoe. Like, it's because you fucked real Barneys. Oh, my God. Cause, cause he, cause it, cause it's a tale as old as time. Like it's a, as old as time. That's like my favorite thing of all of the characters too. Is like you get to see like what kids they were and what they grew up into. Like just and and then seeing like like just like your mom, your mom's a like, whoever threw that paper. Your mom's a hoe. Whoever fucking thought it was okay to make a bit involving a scuba gear. Your mom's a hoe. That's funny. <laughs> like I always liked the um the sort of comeuppance of it, but the the sort of messiness that is like ted just the just the type of dude that ted and barney were the type of dudes they were in 2005 the shit they could get away with the ted energy is just like i'm too nice to like be a bad guy even like boy you still doing home behavior toxic it's so so toxic and he did not realize get the fuck out of here brent fayaz like no you can't be Ten most people's drinking. <laughs> Ten most no, Drake saw Brent. You know what happened? Actually, this makes sense. Drake came out around the same time that the show came. He's like, you know what? I really relate to. I relate to Ted right now. Drake, Fuck. Drake was watching uh, How I Met Your Mother during the like film of his last seasons of Degrassi, being like, be depressed like us. This. I'm feeling this heavy. He started writing so far gone watching the fucking. <laughs> Oh fucking my slap bet. Darling, I don't wish you well. Darling, I don't wish you well. When you ain't with me. When you ain't with me. I want you crying. Well, Ted, stop. Give her back our umbrella. <laughs> oh my God. I have got them for days. I have been pissed off about Ted Mosby for a minute. Here's Again, love this show. <laughs> I think it gets it together over the course of the show. 
but that's part of the fun of just the show because if he just got it together season one then he would be married it'd be, right, he, you he, he'd have a good show he'd it would be a life. shorter show yeah like a british series because eventually you do get to the point where it's just like, come on, writers, damn. <laughs> like, like, he keep doing this. Also, quit using that girl. Also, hey, Robin said she don't want that. You said I love you the first time you stole a fr- blue French horn for her. That's crazy. Okay, all right. Love so, bombing asshole. So I think I think it I think it won up to a point. I really loved Ted and Robin. I like the idea of them. I love them till I think season. I think until she straight up said. When he was like, do you love me? And she said, no. I was like, you need to let this go. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like, dude. I think literally ever since, I was like, you need to let this go. And I was like, done it with it. It's Yeah, because at that point, it's just one-sided. Because we're like, y'all, come on now. Come on now. The hanging, I will say this. There is a reality to, and this is something I've fallen to, um, when you're still friends with your ex and you're hanging in the same friends group, the pain, I'm, the writing for that fucking kills me on Ted and Robin's end. Like, dude, why am I still fucking hanging out with my ex, two of my exes and a friend group that's like, this is fucking weird for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it happens like that. And it kills me because I've been that person where I was still hanging out with my ex and then we're trying to keep things cool within the friend group, but that's not healthy to do. And I am, and, and is that friend group even like, was that, was it even that tight beforehand? You know what I mean? It makes you think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then just Ted having to be like, well, everyone loves her so much. I get it because she's a good person. And they should just be want to be friends with her. But it doesn't mean we all have to hang out like that. Yeah. And I do like that they kind of circle back to um, that it's an incestuous friend group, which is obviously it's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And like we're going to base it around these main characters that are always hanging out. In reality, we all have a hard time hanging out. But I feel like if you do have a group of adults that are almost into their like 30s and they're able to hang out regularly – course it's got to be a toxic environment with each other like we're especially if there's like that 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 history where there's history and i think like like i don't have a lot of friend groups like that anymore now like all my friend groups are very spread out because i'm very popular <laughs> like, oh my god marcia <laughs> sure jan um i'm definitely a jan yeah if i had siblings i'd be the middle child Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But it's you. You've been in that friend group. That's like you guys. I'm amazed by people that I meet that have like been friends with the same people since high school. And like not in a bad way. There's people who it's like healthy. And then there's mm-hmm. like people that they, they you're just like, why are you still hanging out with your friends in high school? Like, yeah, like Aren't some you? of like some of those. Yeah, I like and you I hear the way have... they talk about each other. They gossip about each other because they're all around each other all the time. It's like it's not good. Like the one like the friend, the friends I'm still friends with from high school like it's because we both like like we not both like we've all gone through the the sifter that is your 20s and are just like oh we're we're okay we're we, we i envious same. that yeah it's it's and it's fine and, and we're still in the same city and it's all good i'm not friends with like hardly any people from high school like i talk like i still talk online to a few of them that i'm like was super cool about but like to actually hang out with people like no, nah, like I think the people I still kind of clip close are like probably people for oh, maybe a few people from my early 20s. Hmm. Weird. But they met at Wesleyan, which is college. Which is really funny to me. Oh, God, I love college Ted Mosby. College Ted. I talk mad shit about him and he's a total bitch college version of him is a bitch also. So, so Ted, Marshall and Lily um, all met in college for those of you that don't. Um, that, that don't know the show, which well, this is going to be interesting how you absorb this show while we go into it. Because right now it sounds been, like we're just talking shit about people. That it's we don't just know. been ten of beating up Ted, and I'm just being like, 2005 was wild. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
actually, that's because he's a metaphor of that. Okay, he is like he does represent a lot. Like he 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 is a he's he's like a, a almost like a melodramatic character that is like a an archetype, mm. and he gets to absorb all that, which is good and bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but college them, they met, they all met in college, <laughs> they all met in college. And you get to just see anytime they have like fun flashbacks, you just get to see everybody in their dorky ass like college version or young version, teenage oh God, version I love of them. It so much. I love that Lily's just a little goth bitch, not goth, but like a grungy bitch. Mm. Marshall is straight up Midwest. Is it's very Midwest. This Minnesota as hell. He's just like, man, I'm just tall, and nice. <laughs> I'm just tall in these overalls and plaid, and I'm here to fucking drink and just be so sweet, Ted. Didn't he have dreads at one point, or is it just the curly hair? Uh, I think I'm thinking of Nick Miller from uh, New oh Girl. God. I'm gonna make you do New Girl with me one day. I like New Girl. Cool. Um, we did. No, I think he. Uh, I think at one point he they had like Millie Vanilli dreads during like a bit, but in college he was definitely um, froed out. Which like here's the thing, it looks good. Like have your hair curly. Have your your see your sides faded. Kiss hey. me, Ted Mosby. See, see, and that's just and that there, version there, of him. And there goes his charm. <laughs> oh no! The, what's the move? He's like, well, I guess I'm just gonna put my hands in my pockets and give a shrug, and <laughs> I'm just like, fuck off. Yeah, come here. <laughs> come here. Come here. Uh, There's something about it. It's this big dumb brown eyes. Oh god damn it! No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get to just see all of these characters grow up, my man's, and and the and the show is mainly through the the track in the eyes of him getting to the point where he has to meet the mom where so he just kind of like because he passes her around like well, whoops yeah. <laughs> he passes her and like they always like cross paths ever I so slightly shut up shut up <laughs> no. but they keep crossing paths ever so slightly mm-hmm. and then it kind of leads up to it but literally it's like you said he could not love eventually meet her unless all this shit of meeting all these friends meeting robin being at this wedding and like coming upon her, that's twice now. <laughs> so, <laughs> lol. So like he had to like at one point it was the beginning of season three. It's like how he. It's a story of how he had to become the person he had to be, so he could meet their mom. Which I think God's as a, plan as a dude, I think is very interesting. Like that's that's what a lot of guys are like when they when they like somebody or like they are trying to like work on stuff. They're like, I want to be this person and that's what drives a lot of fear into like a lot of relationships which is the fear which which is i i got <laughs> look at me trying to stand like not trying to stand him i'm trying to i'm trying to uplift the protagonist a bit like that's sort of the resiliency of the character because you just see him get his ass beat the entire time as he's molding like a better version of himself mm-hmm. and you just keep seeing like oh what about this part no ted that's trash no ted <laughs> that's bad well i mean it's just like societal programming to be a certain mm-hmm. way like we have this idea of love especially if you romanticize a lot of stuff off tv and movies like which i'm guilty uh, of what what <laughs> oh that's crazy it's like we didn't have interactions with the humans a lot anyway <laughs> <laughs> There's something to be said about when you kind of realize, like, oh, I had to go through all this shit because I didn't know shit about relationships or how I should be as a person. I thought it was supposed to be this one way or another. I think it takes a lot for, even though I do say Ted Mosby is a narcissist, but, like, I think this is an issue that everybody kind of has where you, like, look past these really weird ideas that you think a relationship be or yeah. like what you think you should have in common. I think when you really encounter someone special that it's supposed, you know it's real, you have small differences, but there's, like, these things you just immediately, like, 
like about them. Whether it's like this idea you haven't had, but I think it's more in depth. You know when it's like when you really fucking fall in love, you're like, oh fuck. Much like how Ted and Robin meet each other for the first time. And like how Marshall and Lily interact with each other. So how do you so truly truly how do you feel about how do you feel about Ted and Robin? Because I've always, like I said, I well like I said I think they were cool up to a point. Cool into and up to a point. Um, I guess I mean they definitely demonstrated it in the first season where how their relationship is very cute and it's very fun. Mm -hmm. It's that fun part, that first fun three fucking months where you just fucking and you're in love and you have all these inside jokes and you're becoming best friends even Mm -hmm. more so. I feel like and like the breakup was still like technically not still entertaining because it was the reality that I liked a lot. Um, I feel like I got burnt out when she, before the wedding to Barney and he got that fucking stupid, dramatic ass locket for her. I'm like, bro, mind your motherfucking own. She's marrying somebody else. Yeah. That at that point. Yeah. I was like, bro, you gotta grand gestures are an idea. Like I think it's like gets put in people's eye, like ideas of love that you have to do this big outstanding thing. I'm like, no, because simple things go a long way and you act in a, out of pocket right now to make mad out of pocket mad out of pocket and fucking making choices making an ass of yourself yeah it sucks that your friend hooked up with your girlfriend it sucks i get it but they're adults and they're wanting to be together and you trying to intervene does not make it better Mm -hmm. like they weren't fucking around on you when you guys were together stop that shit okay did you see what i'm going through all the time right now i'm going through waves of how i don't like ted sometimes but i understand him and i am ted mosby i'm trying to grow up Salt the thing you swore to destroy. Oh, um, God. I'm going very in-depth about how I feel about him. But uh, I think, no, I think that's very fair, though. Just because there's our expectations of how we get treated. I think, one, there's just a lot more honesty now um, and more expecta- and more expectations of just give and take. Um, and a lot more people don't put up with a lot of the shit of just. There's a lot of, like the inherent dudes not taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, rape. like, like I, I want to say, I want to say rape culture, but there's a lot of rape culture that comes through this show. Mm-hmm. Um, in just like the, just, just a lot of the concept, just the concept of a playbook in general is it's very, very rape rapey. Culture-y. And just like the entitlement, because a man is choosing to be like, Oh wow. I saw it from across the bar. We met eyes. We have to be together. You're putting a lot of emphasis just because you guys might like the same stupid shit making me fucking quote 500 days of summer. God damn it. <laughs> just because she likes the same weirdo crap you do doesn't mean you guys are supposed to be together. That's just not how it works. And it's just like this weird entitlement I think really is just drastically it, it's an, shown. Yeah, it's an entitlement of The guy of who is value. like a hopeless. It's the entitlement of value and yeah. especially for the guy who think he called like, I'm just the nice guy. Dude, it's a lot of I'm the nice guy, toxic like dude energy mm-hmm. that he brings in those early like first like four seasons. I want to say, God damn, it's rough. Like it's a lot, but that's just like that was 2005 to like 2000. It was also a formula that followed a lot of shows. Yep, because we do have a better understanding. I feel like now as individuals and being adults. Because thank God for the internet a little bit. Because I can't afford therapy, but I can watch everyone's stupid TikToks about their therapy. That's true. That's it does true. help. It's actually very nice. Um, but there's a better understanding of, like you said, like there's an expectation of how you should be treated. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like it's just like not even grand gestures. I'm just like I will eventually want a partner. I want someone who's gonna be fun with me and also just be kind and nice and touch my butt. That's like 
really simple. And it's just interesting to kind of see how easily the conversations have changed when it comes to like shows and like demonstrating relationships. Cause when I look at how I met your mother and how the communication between like female characters and male characters, it followed the formula that like the manic pixie dream girl kind of vibe, like everyone's talked Mm -hmm. about that, but this whole, there's this guy who's a little troubled and he's just looking for that girl who has fits all these boxes or looks a certain way or communicates a certain way, but it's all to cater to this idea that this guy has written for himself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. that absolutely does. Yeah. <sighs> Things have changed. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. You've had like a lot of Ted Mosby's in you. I am a Ted Mosby also. I was also. Once... <sighs> I just had this weird idea and like, oh God, we're going to get so real. Ted Mo- like this show kind of fucked me up mm-hmm. because I've definitely romanticized the idea of a Ted Mosby um, I'm just like, no, I want to be that person. I'm like, no, it's not healthy. But I've also been this person who was definitely toxic to people and like very like put people in these little like boxes and relationships and how I wanted to be valued as a partner. And it's just, it got me in so much trouble and emotionally. And it's just like, it also, I'm an adult. I shouldn't rely my whole brain on fucking how I met your mother or it shows in general, but that's just growing up. You're like, oh shit, there's just some shit you don't do anymore. There's shit that you don't quote. There's shit that you don't idolize. Yeah, there's shit that you don't romanticize. <sighs> Damn, I hate this show. turn <laughs> into <laughs> I hate this show. No. Well, I was gonna say, well, it's not just all hate. There, we. It's not all hate. We've been, it's, it's, it's beating up Ted a lot, but there's other characters. There's like, something about the show that I think because when we watched it at a certain age, mm-hmm. it diff. Like, like I said, it morphed a lot, but you. I, Man, I just relate to it so in so many weird ways. Obviously not because I'm not an architect. Every time I watch this show, it hits. It hits me in a different place because I'm watching it differently every time I watch it. Like my usually for me, my two favorite characters are Marshall and Barney, just because I think just because I I think they're the funniest ones on the show. When I first was watching it, Jason Seals an angel. I think they were the funniest ones on the show, but I was just going off of the dude humor that I was indoctrinated and accustomed to, which mm-hmm. is a lot of like what we were already talking about. And like a lot of this, like just shit that you unlearn as a dude and you go back and you watch and you're just like, Ugh! like it's a lot of like, even just like, these, like there's some like a lot of like weird race humor that you're just like, that's not, Oh, Lily's that's not at- all the way there. Lily has a random black scent with a friend. And I'm just like, y'all Lily and this black scent. Okay. <laughs> I think about this and there's also a lot of weird homophobia stuff. There's some weird Asian shit. There's a lot of weird Asian shit that I don't fucking appreciate. Uh, um, but the thing about the black scent that, that, that Lily episode, the, fu- the bit is funny, but then it's just like, it be just different. goes, I think it just doesn't, it doesn't hit where the bit was. Maybe if Lily actually had an Atlanta, Georgia accent, like for a white girl, but she like acts a certain way around her friends. I don't know. It no. been, I, I think, I just don't, I don't think it, I just don't think it landed. I think they. I think it was inappropriate and the, she knew it and she didn't like it. I, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. I think she just was uncomfortable. I think I could tell Allison Hannigan was it. probably not vibing with it. Yeah. I just don't think she committed to it. Cause honestly, I was going to say that. Yeah, it just it just wasn't it's it icky. just wasn't there. It was icky. Or like anytime there was an episode like let's get her good and drunk, I'm like, dude. That's yeah, that's those are all of those are like the, just shit like that. Like it's it's the stuff that you look back on and it's like, "Oh, I would go to like dude dudes do if if, <laughs> if a dude goes back and watches that and they're like, "Oh, I would go to jail now." That's yes. how 
like that's how much we've grown or just or like even just like oh i or not even just i would go to jail just hopefully you would just be like that's bad as a, just me as a person like uh that just, uh, that just literal crimes of like pers- impersonating probably officers on barney stinson's end like a lot of that like we play them for like they get played for laughs but a lot of that is you you don't want there's so many dudes that you know take family guy bits as law you know what i mean god so imagine what the fuck how i met your mother was doing for dudes i'm trying to think of like other weird episodes where i'm just like yo we should i mean really it's just the just a lot of the concept of what um well i mean just it's what marshall always wanted to be a part of when Ted and Barney would go and do these sort of like shenanigating things. They just go, they would just kind of like go trolling just, for women, women they, like meats. Yeah. They, they just weren't about co- a real connection for like that time. And they just were, you know, just trying to, they're just trying to get in some. Get now in Marshall some though, Marshall's a sweet boy. Marshall's trying to make love to a teeny tiny angry redhead. Marshall, Marshall got, I think is is like the saving grace. Marshall and Lily have like the saving grace relationship mm-hmm. on the show, where it's like you can you can hold on to this at least while all of this craziness is going on. Which is why, like in the second season, when they're like not together, I do too. It's so wild. Like I, I think it's such it's so important for their art for their characters to like not be together for a little bit. I don't like Lily's bangs and eyeliner, but I do like that. Show me them broken up, and they get back together. It's it. I think it's just so important, like when people like find themselves like outside of like a relationship, a relationship like that, and then people like you just get to grow, and you you're like, oh, this is me, and then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we could have, like that is that's like, one of my biggest, is, yeah, that's one of my biggest issues with couples who have gotten together at a really early age. I'm like, that's cute and all, but are you your own people? Yeah, like, have you thought about you? <laughs> have you hung out with you do you like weird stuff that he's not into and do you still do those things or do you stop doing it for him like i think about that stuff a lot with younger couples i'm like are you your own person you good like when people just get together in high school and you just like mm. you don't know what orgasms are yet stop <laughs> you have to do how when i do think it's you don't have to and then like everybody yeah let's say you know people get to you get to see everybody have like a little little hoeing energy. The, I appreciate. I just I just really appreciated their relationship while everyone got to like go have their hoeing energy, and then like once they got back together, they were just like pretty solid. the The input of Robin obviously was a love interest for Ted, um, but Robin and Lily's relationship like that's just like I really like her. I actually want to be friends with her. So like that's why Robin started hanging out more is because her and Lily actually did were mm-hmm. friends. Um, and I feel like it's interesting to kind of see that input of like being that friend who kind of becomes, I always call it like extra furniture, which is a Juno reference, but like, I just kind of like feel like I was furniture. I just kind of like came into your guys's life. You guys have known each other for years and I just kind of hopped in. Um, but like being that friend, like you enter a friend group, one of the guys is super into you, but you're friends with one of the girls. And over time, like these, it becomes intertwined. And I understand that feeling a lot where you're just like, I'm just fucking here. It's weird guys. It's weird. And it's that lonesomeness. Cause she's like mm-hmm. from another country. Canadian treasure. How mm. have we talked about Robin Sparkles yet? I have not talked about Robin Sparkles. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Give me Robin Sparkles. Give give me actually a whole series about Robin. Robin Sparkles is easily, I think. So every time I watch this show, like I was gonna say, my favorite characters originally were Barney and Marshall. But every single time I watch this show, Robin just is easily now i think my favorite character above those two characters yes and i think a lot of it is just 
I think so much of it is Robin Sparkles. The bits, the are running so gags. Good. Okay, I don't want to get into Robin Sparkles quite yet, but I want to say let's do some background on Robin like Shabatsky specifically. Um, Robin Charles Shabatsky Jr. was a Canadian. <laughs> was a Canadian prince. <laughs> her dad threw her out of airplane to survive the wilderness. Whew. A helicopter. I'm so sorry. I stand corrected. Um, or the fact that. Robin has gone hunting. She does not mind the cold. She has also mentioned her mother only a handful of times because her mom's a dick. Hey, but Robin is a badass. Robin shoots guns, smokes cigars, drinks scotch, and will fuck you up. Yeah. So we took a little break here. We had a we had a technical snafu, little snafu, and uh, we so we've been doing a lot of psychological dunking. On, on Ted, uh, but now we're on. We're on, on Ted. Let's do some. I'll just say let's 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 dive back to the bits. We talked about Robin Sparkles. Let's talk about like what's some of your favorite bits on the show, Tina. Mm, this is a hard one. There's a lot of good ones. Slap bet's really good, but the Robin Sparkles and Daggers mm-hmm. thing definitely my tops. But then there's um, I I bought that single on iTunes, which I mentioned. I'm like I I can't with you. I just like though this is what D- Daryl said to me. He's like, you know, if I if I run out of service, I got, I got, awaken my love. <laughs> what else do you have on there? Said, yeah, like if I run out of service, I can't stream. I got weird seventies music. I got awaken my love, and let's go to the mall. <laughs> let's go to the motherfucking mall. Let's go to the mall today. Do yeah, you my- sing that every time you go to the mall? Ah, uh, yeah. I think sometimes it'll it'll pop up in um different like like the like uh, like d- different parts of the song will pop up. I sing it um like, like anytime I go to the store I'm like let's go to the store today. <laughs> like um like one time I had a buddy um they were just saying like that they went to the mall and they went, I went to the mall with a couple of friends and I was like I had a whole week's allowance to spend. Like um <laughs> And they were just like, what is that? And I was like, never mind. I definitely sing that more than the other ones, even though I do like Robin Daggers the most. Like, mm-hmm. P.S. I love you. Bye. That's all I'm going to say. I feel like that one is very much, like, I think you're a vibe. It's very fun. I enjoy it with all my fucking heart, honestly. It's so fucking funny. Uh, I love, yeah, slap. I love all the slaps. Um, I truly do enjoy the playbook a lot. Like, as if as someone, if you just take it as just a funny it's just funny, like, bits. I think it's really funny. But also putting, like, a very big disclaimer sticker. Don't do this in real life. Double, this is this yeah. is not real. Please like, don't. Just, like, an advisory sticker at the bottom of the episode. <laughs> just the whole time. Just, please don't. Like, there. yes, it's very problematic. But just... I like the doppelganger episodes a lot. The doppelganger bits are all have always been fun, and there's a Mexican marshal, and that's really funny to me. Uh, yeah, just... Me- Mexican lawyer marshal or something like Mexican that. Mexican lawyer marshal, or um, it's, well, it's mustache marshal and Mexican wrestler Ted. That's what it is. Oh, that you're right, huh? I um I think the one of my favorite episodes, and like I think it's one of the first episodes I saw was um how I met everyone else. Which is like the first time we see college Ted and like all of them, but it's like how they all met each other and they uh, Ted's dating blah blah. 
and then you see like the hot crazy scale, which like I show like we were watching clips earlier, and they show you in that episode like, when Barney does the hot crazy scale, there's just an ass in the bottom of the corner. Apparently, this ass is all, there's always a ass. It's like the same like that episode. I'm just like what? It, but like I just also think about how those yeah, it's a good ass. I'm gonna say that real quick. But also, <laughs> those pants are not doing anything for that ass except for holding on for dear life. <laughs> that ass deserves better pants. Those pants are not, I mean, here's the thing. It's still showing off the ass, but they're, I know they're low-rise pants, and they're not good for big booty hips. What is 2008, Alex? Low-rise jeans. <laughs> Show me low-rise jeans. I'm doing it wrong. Ting. Uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was such, like, I, I love that episode. I love the one where they're all racing to get to um, the steakhouse. Um, cause they, and then the, and it ends up being Maury, uh, at the end. I love that one. Like it's Robin, like thinking that she's not like a real New Yorker. Oh, that is fun. I'm trying to think of like other running gags and I can't think of any right now. There's, um, I'm trying to think of the, uh, the Ted, Ted saying wrong fucking words because he's pretentious. Oh my God. Mozzarella. <laughs> Mozzarella. Oh my God. Encyclopedia. I hate him. Renaissance do- fair. <laughs> oh my god real quick not even related to this so we were at the show at don't tell tyson was uh, up before june and tyson hears somebody do an elephant noise as he called he's like don't elephant because it's this <laughs> well, oh that was me yeah it was daryl not me <laughs> the thing is you and me both make the same noises at shows <laughs> what was like oh this like said something else That or the, um, oh. <laughs> dude, yeah, no, I sometimes listen to these episodes. Our last do sync up. Hey. And so happens you hang out all the time. Okay. So, so, so where are we at? Running gags. Uh, just different. Yeah. Like they, everybody has like such, such fun gags. Um, <laughs> I love, I love all of the Jason Siegel songs. I think all those have been. Dude, Jason I, Siegel. Fucking God damn. There's, I love the, you got slap song and, uh, <laughs> and like the the sort of they gave him like a medley when he was like <laughs> just he was going crazy like uh, he was like Marshall kill Lily's cat or something like that <laughs> and it was like meow 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 like he like they wrote like four or five songs that they just Marshall put in, like, go, like, there is a running gag of how oh kind God. and like it, like the things that Marshall does to get his friends to do stuff like he has like the um weird email invites to things mm-hmm. it's fun. Uh, I really, I, I think every this. <laughs> I like the running gag of like you finding out traumatic things from Robin Trabowski's life. Oh my god! She just like kind of drops them randomly. Like fighting, like fighting a bear. Fighting like, a bear, or just this the fa- her like, middle name. Just or just the fact that she's a fucking pop star. <laughs> the fact that she's a fuck. I, I just like that everyone thought it was gonna be sensation porn. in Canada. <laughs> god damn it! It's so fucking funny. Um, I'm trying to think of running gags for Lily. I love, so one of my favorite side characters, if not my favorite side character on this show, is James Stinson, played by Wayne fucking Brady. This is my, because, oh just because, I was like, he's, he's the non-problematic Barney, for the most part, until, like, he, like, does some fucked up shit later in the show. But, like, it's so funny. That episode where he shows up to me is really funny. Um... Just because, like, it's such, like, a play on, like, the gay marriage uh, debate. Um, <laughs> and just... 
He's just like, if gays start getting married, everyone's going to want to get married. <laughs> Think about how the American family will be strengthened. <laughs> I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Who wrote that? That's just so funny. You're not even my favorite side character, and I can't think of anybody at all. I was like, all of I was like, all of my favorite side characters are Barney side characters, which to me I think is in like I, I think it I think at some point I think it's season five. The show's about Barney, and Ted is just there to just introduce the episodes. Yeah, and then later in the series we kind of bring it the fuck back because I'm just like, yo. Get, think, get a handle. Yeah, get a I was handle. Like, Come on, yo. Like I get, get your it. boy. I get it. It's Neil Patrick Harris, but damn, like <laughs> fuck. I'm like having a brain fart right now because I'm like there was a lot of good side I love, characters. I love the I bartender's love, great. The yeah, Carl the bartender, Wendy the waitress, holding it down in McLaren's. All these fun bits. I just like that they think he's a vampire. <laughs> it's so funny. He's bald now, and he's in the other one now. He's in the How I Met Your Mother, father. Fuck. Hi, I met your Faja. Faja. <laughs> I love the bit of like how weed and drugs are sandwiches. Oh my God. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Then what they do, he was, because he's talking to his kids and he has to be like coy and he's talking about, we were just, let's say we just had sandwiches. So there's this fucking Doobie Brothers concert. No, it's a fish concert. And he whips out this bag of fucking sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I just la- I love I laugh at the flashback where like Marshall's just eating the sandwich in the door room and then like the uh, roommate comes in and just like hey the dean is coming put out your sandwich and <laughs> just runs away and he puts a fucking sandwich in the ashtray <laughs> he's fucking eating it chewing it I'm fucking dying fucking killing me I fucking can't there's a lot of good stuff like like why can't I think of any of those uh, gags? Uh, like they do a lot of like substitution gags like that too and and those always the comedy bits. That or and that's to that's the shouting out to Pam Fryman because she was fucking killing that shit. Like when after like Marshall and Lily had their baby and like there was an episode where he was like constipated and then they just substituted the poop for confetti. So <laughs> funny! Oh my god! And he's just ah. Uh. Did they have a running gag with the the swords? That was they. they it was just like in the call- background. I think like, it's just they, a callback. If anything, because they because she got stabbed. In the eye. Uh, yeah, she she got she got done up, she got done up in the eye. Um, Do you remember how Lily lived in a Chinese restaurant? That was such a, a gift for like one episode, and I really enjoyed that setup away. a lot. For some, you come home and there's a full restaurant in your apartment. <laughs> just, where is my? Just your your fucking prom photos. Your fucking prom photos are, are still on your- the table. <laughs> Your your mix CDs that your boyfriend made you in college are like the house music for the restaurant. That's oh the captain. Captain is such a captain is a fun character. He's weird, but he's he's fun. Boats, boats, boats. Yeah, (laughs) this show is the reason why. Like in real life, whenever I've I've taken from the show into real life, the um, whenever somebody says something that's like a, a military rank, yeah, like like uh. Like someone's talking, like you're at the hospital and just like, yeah, we had to hit him with that general anesthesia. Just general anesthesia. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Another good one. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, damn. Just like, oh, yeah, I just picked up this new DVD. So I got the whole box series of Tay Diggs. It's private practice. Private practice. Private practice. <laughs> um, one episode I really oddly enjoy is when Barney and Robin get together, which is a very prop, like, a weird situation. Sandcastles in the motherfucking sand. Another banger from Robin Sparkles in this bitch. Sandcastles. Wait, how does it go? 
Met you at the mall. Oh, um, sand castles in the sand. I was like, y'all don't want to, don't want to hear the whole song. I'll do that karaoke one night, maybe. Maybe. Okay, so when Robin or Barney are together, I like the whole concept that because they're so much alike, they kind of get lazy and complacent with each other. Like she like starts looking rough, he gains weight, and I'm just like, that is a very interesting thing. When you get really gondoling, oh, that's what that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! When they get married though, that whole wedding, that that build up to that season is fucking annoying as shit. Just three days. They they thought they were 24. They thought they were 24. No. no. It was a good. I, I say. Props for trying something different, but they nah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't gonna happen. There's just way. so much filler, and I don't give a fuck about some bitches, even though give, I want to make them. I don't give a fuck about Lin Manuel Miranda rapping to a baby. I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's right. That season's stressful. We we talk about it often. When it comes down to, let's go ahead and skip to that. You yeah, season good. nine. Yeah, season motherfucking nine. Now I did complain about how Ted pulled some shit where he got this fucking very genuine locket. From her mom, Robin's mom, to it, her. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah, it was Robin's mom that she gave to her, and then she buried it in a in a park in, in I think it's Central Park in New York, and uh, she was like gonna wear it at her wedding, and then she went to go dig it up because mm. she was getting married to Barney, and then dun, 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 shit's gone. And he sees her fuck, sees her and Ted have this moment, and like this happens like, okay, so Robin and Barney get together after Robin and like Ted break up. It just kind of happened. Whatever. They break up, but they end up back together and they were like really in love and they are getting engaged. And because they're very, it's just, it's a weird appreciative complimentary relationship. And Barney's trying to play it fucking cool the best that he can. And yeah, is he problematic, but it's still fucked up that Ted is trying to like shoot his stupid emotional shot. Stop with your grand gestures. And he builds up to this wedding because they still get married after all this. And it's so rough and so long. And I think, okay, you know what? I'll give the writers this. Yeah. That season, we all don't like it. We don't, but I will say it's a victory lap when you should have ended two, three seasons ago. And you know what? That probably is what it felt like for someone like a character like Ted. It's like, all right, this is the big day when my best friends are getting married and I'm in love with her still. Hey, so, th- so, so but, he knew. He was like, I got to pop out. I got to move to Chicago. But all these like weird, small little things like for the season to be so drawn out, that's probably mm-hmm. what it felt like, honestly. If I was to think about the concept of like being leading up to my ex marrying my best friend and there's this weird thing because I got her a stupid fucking locket. It just feels like walking on glass and you're just like, oh, I fucking hate this. So all these little things, you're distracting yourself for the story. That's probably what, oh, you know what? I think I understand that season more now. <laughs> Lol. I, I, don't, I don't hate that season, but I do think just the last few seasons, just the quality or just the effort kind of went down. It was just like because everybody was just like making they. Everybody already had their money. Everybody it was just flashbacks that, was galore. It. Yeah, it was not even the flashbacks that happened. It was just like we kept doing running gags. It was like all them running gags run yeah. together, mm-hmm. which is like when it, you, that's when you're just making a gimmick and it's just annoying. It's the jogging in place uh, of it all, like because I feel like the Big Bang Theory did that like way too early. And I do like that I finally got to meet the mom. She's beautiful. I, I She was cool. She popped up in the last episode of season eight and then was there for season nine and was just killing it the whole time. And it was just like, damn. I like right. the episode of like this basically from her perspective the whole time. Mm-hmm. She kept running into Ted. We were just like watching a list of best episodes. I'm like, no, that is a very good episode. Yeah. How your mother met me. That is a that's one that'll get you get a little teary eyed. Get, 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 get you kind of teary. Yo, my she favorite freaking sorry. song. I was going to say that Lavion Rose on the uke. 
on the ukulele. Uh, what a hot girl thing to do. I I want to say my favorite sort of episode that like actually makes me cry or just hurts me every fucking time I watch it. It is it's it's the I'd say it's my favorite episode in the last three seasons. Um, and it's one we we already kind of mentioned it already. It's where Ted and <clears throat> sorry not Ted Barney and Robin sleep together and they're both in relationships already. And then they both are like, hey, why don't we decide to actually be together? And we're going to go break up with our significant others. But they're on, like, a boat. And they just keep hearing everything about the um, the, the, the shit that they did. Like, on the boat. it just keeps making them, like, want to, like, break up with their people so they can just, like, get over the shit. Meanwhile, like, Ted, Marshall, and Lily go to this concert. And, like, Ted gets the, the sandwiches. And yeah. Then, like, they end up, like, trying to go get some nachos. And they get lost in the fucking... Oh my god, uh, the footage stadium. shows them just like walking back and forth. Yeah, because they just end up getting, they think, they don't think they're high, but they get mad fucking high. And, so funny. And they think that they just get lost and they miss the entire festival, but they just are only gone for like two minutes. Because <laughs> uh, the, the, the episode's like about like how people, how time gets perceived. And there's just, you see, they both agree to break up with their people's. Barney goes and breaks up with his lady and then they decide to meet back in McLaren's and everybody's coming up there and then Barney's there and he's waiting by himself and then the gang shows up without Robin and they're just like, why are you messed up, Barney? He's like, uh, he's like me and Nora didn't break up. I mean, he's like, we broke up, but I think it's going to be okay. And then he sees Robin walk in and you see motherfucking Cal Penn, who Robin was dating this season, still walk in, unbroken up with, and you just see Barney like he just got shot in the fucking heart. That and I'm was just cr- like... Oh my god! Because what they were doing see, was so bad, and then like, and then you just cut to her and how she was just like she, ready to do that shit too, and he was just like, "Nah, I just accept you, whatever happened." And she's just like, "Why?" <laughs> He's like, "What?" And I, I'm I'm not going into the, all that part. The way of she it. looks at Barney and but she like, shakes her head no. When she they like, look at each other and he just looks at her, it's just all nonverbal and it just slows down. And he just looks at her like, "I thought you were gonna do it too," and she was just like, "Nah, I don't choose you." And he's just like, "Damn!" And then it's just like time stops. At his awful it damn is that is a really rough episode fire it is fire you're yelling, you are yelling i'm sorry it is a monday i'm sorry but that is the that is one of the most fire scenes to me it is very good and then like oh man so god we could do this the entire time but i think we've i think we've done enough. How, how long much time have we put in like we've put hour? over an hour we did great we did good it was pretty good Hey. I say one last one last favorite part. One last favorite part. Oh, oh no, that one is really good. It really it fucks me up. I don't know. You know what? No, I don't have one. Because I was like, oh, I guess when he showed up at Robert's house with that fucking blue horn, I'm like, no, no, <laughs> fucking no. I didn't like. There's that shit. Damn. I guess like when Barney had his first kid. Oh uh, yeah, the finale. Yeah, finale is finale is ill. I was honestly, I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say when they do the, um, they try to find out who. So like, there was an arc on the show where Britney Spears was on the show. Oh, Britney was, was going through it. Britney was going through it, and she was still down to be on How I Met Your Mother for a little bit. Um, and <laughs> she, <laughs> and like, there was an episode where like you don't know it's Britney, but someone has been pretty much ruining Barney's plays, so they try to find out who this person is via like the final four like march madness bracket style 
I think that episode's funny as fuck because they're like they're just trying to because it's like everyone's done like a bracket before and just them going through which one it could possibly be just like trust me I was there it's fake baby (laughs) (laughs) oh there is an episode for some reason it's like when they're going to New Jersey he's like I'm telling you right now I'm not going to New Jersey it's just the way Ted yells that you're not from Missouri (laughs) So I could, yeah, I need to stop. But I also just like how they meet at the end when they're just like on the train tracks and the shit. Oh, it is really romantic. It is for as much shit I think as we've given the show. By the end, where he gets to meet the mom, and you just see all of the shit he's gone through. They, I think they fucking nail it with the fucking conversation of them meeting on the train track. I was like, you, I was like. Good fucking job. Because you really easily could have not nailed this conversation. I think they nailed that shit. It was so cute. Perfect. Make you. It's like, damn. It was just like, we got. Ah. Was just, you just are just like, god damn. You just want to cry. Because you're just like, you made it, man. What did the show you do to us? You made it. Oh, man. It makes you grow up in real uh, re-examine relationships. That's what the show does to me each time. Hmm. I'm not re-watching it. I, I think I have one more rewatch in me, and then I'm going to put it put it away. I had, put to put it, a, I had to put away Community. That was hard for me. I still got a couple more. I still got a couple more. <sighs> like, I've been rewatching. I got to watch it through Pierce and Shirley eyes. I'm going to be rewatching um, Abbott, Element, uh, uh, Abbott, Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is an ill-ass show. Yeah, it's so cute. It's a really good show. It is ill as fuck. The episode where, okay, you know, hey, Daryl. I, 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 I need to catch up on season two. I know it just came out. So if we were to do another side show episode specifically, hear me out. Let's cover New Girl. Okay. I'm not mad at New Girl. I do love New Girl. I love Lamorne. La, my man's is out here getting his BMO money doing uh doing TikTok bits. He's so fucking silly. He's a very sweet individual. But hey, Daryl, where can they find you? They can find me at Ragtag Daryl on all socials and I'm gonna be at the Blue Room. Do well. I'm gonna be doing Blue Room comedy at Clubhouse Twenty Fifty. Me too. Alongside Tina. I'll just be there to hang and doing comedy and not doing anything else. I mean, we just gonna be having a good. Y'all, y'all already know what type of club it is. It's a swingers club. It's saucy. And and it's an event. You know, it's an event space too. People hang out. They get drinks there. We got the full tour last time. We I wonder were if there. I the, can I bring snacks. Do you guys have cookies? <laughs> they do I, have snacks. I remember. Yeah, I was gonna say they do have snacks. We can't bring our booze in, but we can bring it in the car. I won't be drinking. Damn. It's the 29th. That's commitment. That's strength. That's honor. That's the Marines. It is very interesting. (laughs) Here's the thing. Real quick, before we get off here, I did almost accidentally drink because I had a... I was hanging out with my shorty. Mm-hmm. I had a couple cranberry juice because I'm on my fucking period. And he had cranberry juice and he had a vodka cranberry. Mm-hmm. And I took a swig. I'm like, uh-oh. He's like, spit it out. Spit it in my mouth. Is that what he said? No, I told me he told me to spit it out. We were outside and I almost spit I spit it immediately back in the cup. He's like, not in the cup. He's like, wait, actually give that to me. And then he drank it. Oh my god. We're disgusting. See, he pretty much could have just said spit it in my mouth if he was just gonna do all that. We had well it was the You could have saved a cup. You could have saved the fucking planet. <laughs> He was like, no, it was a metal cup. It's fine. Okay. And I almost like, I, he's like, at first he's like, what? we're outside. Because I was like, I don't want to make a mess. We're outside tonight. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I still spit in the cup. It didn't get wasted. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I have gone this long not drinking and I'm going to keep it going. I'll let you know if I drink on my rendezvous in Fort Wayne. So. Okay. 
Hey, that's good. I I like when people do that. You know, they take take different breaks and t- take different. There know. is a huge difference. Well, we've talked a little bit. It's just like the difference on my body is crazy. But we'll come back to it next episode. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, where uh, where can they find you, Tanner? They can find me on uh, Instagram at Horchata Del Rey. You can find me on TikTok at Lumpy Tentacles. And also, I'm going to be at the Blue Room. And hey, guess what? I'm going to be at Summit City uh, Friday and Saturday to host for Glenn. I forgot his last name because I'm not a good one. Anyway, um, and then I'll also be there Sunday uh, doing the Pirate Show. It's going to be right to Bang, bang. And then I'll be in Chicago. Um, let's see. Hold on. I'm going to be... On Monday, I'm going to be... See, I'm keeping all my October shit secret. You you go off. <laughs> well, I just kind of randomly book stuffed accidentally. So um, I'm going to be... Uh, hold on a sec. I'm so sorry. On second. It's important that I tell you this. It's important for, for science. In the meantime, while she's looking up stuff, I'm also going to be doing... Just because I want to... I really want us um, to, to... For people to like know about these shows coming up. One... We're going to be doing um, Spicy Magic Comedy Night. We're going to be doing Spicy Magic Halloween. It's going to be dope. It's going to be on the 26th of October. So put that on your motherfucking calendar. Right Let's fuck fucking now. go. Corinne Turnbow is going to be fucking headlining. We got Gosh, Corinne so Turnbow coming good. in this bitch. It's going to be a good ass time. I'm going to tell you something Bring right your now. motherfucking friends. Bring your costumes. Bring your Come costume. in costume. We got to get our costume together. It's Halloween. You know, I already have an idea of what we can do. We just need to get like green and red pants and shirts to match and we just need white trimming and we'll be fine also real quick Corinne Turnbow is going to be somebody who's going to be fucking blowing up in the next few months like she's going to be fucking doing something crazy I know she is so it's going to be a fucking you have to come see her because it's one of those things like you got really lucky that you saw her when you saw her mm-hmm. um, also so Monday I'm going to be at the comedy bar in Chicago and then I'm going to be at the Lincoln Lodge where our good friend uh, Katie Kincaid works uh, hey. does shows and stuff. So I'll be there Tuesday for their Tuesday show. Hey, bang, 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 bang. Comedy, 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 comedy. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. What do you do with your vacation time? I'm trying to fucking grind out here, my bros. Let's go. Hey, I love you. Love you too. Goodbye. Be easy in these streets, y'all. <laughs> what?